Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is evangelist Justin Cooper coming today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've already spent some time in your Bible and in prayer and walking with God on your own. I am so glad that we have the honor and the privilege to do this thing together, but it is no substitute for doing it as an individual. I need a personal walk with God. Now, we do depend on each other. The Bible says iron sharpeneth iron, and that is so true. Fellowship is so good for us. It strengthens us. It encourages us. It confirms in us that we're going the right direction. And I thank God for mentors and discipleship and the brethren and fellowship. But listen, you and I need our alone time with God. I preached the other day in a Christian school. And uh, before we had chapel, I walked in and it was very quiet in there and all the students were already in their pews, but they were quietly looking down into their Bible, had out a notepad and a pen. And uh, I talked to the, the administrator. I said, what are they doing? He said, well, they're having their private time with God. And he said, before we have chapel, we always have about 10 minutes of their own private time with God. They spread out just a little bit, read the Bible and uh, take some notes of what God spoke to them about. And I like that. We need to train the younger generation in that, but also we need to practice that as the older generation. I love that. You know, I travel a lot. And often I'm by myself, and uh, I'm in a hotel room by myself. I'm in a car by myself. Uh, I'm just uh, traveling back and forth from preaching, and I'm by myself. But I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I never feel lonely. I just don't. I never feel alone. And I have the Bible there. And, and honestly, I don't know if it'll make sense to you, but when I'm in my Bible, I feel like I'm at home. And it's just like my, my friend is there with me, and I'm glad for the Holy Spirit of God, and God's presence is there, and the Word of God. And I do have constant contact with people around the country who text in and call, of course, but I love it. Wherever the Bible is, that can be home for the Christian. And I want to challenge you, make yourself at home there and study your Bible every single day. Now, if you're listening on the radio, and uh, I thank God for that, on an FM station or an AM station, praise the Lord. If you're listening on online radio, uh, thank God for that. We're on many different online networks now. In fact, we have added some new ones, and that's exciting how God is expanding and lengthening the reach of striving for revival. Thank God for all you radio, uh, online radio listeners. And then also maybe you're listening via podcast and the podcast family is growing rapidly every week of the world. Literally, I have people tell me as I travel that they listen to the podcast. It happened this week and had several people stop by and say, hey, we listened to the podcast. And one lady said, I am enjoying Genesis right now. And what a blessing that is. And if that is in a distant state far away from here, people are listening. And then even in other countries. I'm getting emails and text messages and different things from people in other places that listen. And so all around the world, there's a global family, I guess you'd say, listening to our Bible studies. And I thank God for that. My goodness, what a privilege that is. What an honor. And I pray God will speak to your heart today. We are in Genesis chapter number 19. 
We started this last study, and this is, of course, an infamous chapter. It is a chapter that records God pouring out his judgment upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah because of their sin. And the sin specifically is the sin of sodomy, which is what we uh, we get that term from this city, and that is the sin of homosexuality. And uh, that is not controversial for me to say that. That's just plain black and white Bible, and God's word settles everything. Culture changes, trends change, legislation can change, but the Bible stays the same. And you and I as Christians, we guide our life. Our worldview is shaped by the Word of God. And so I just lie, I just fall where the Bible falls. I want to lie where the Bible lies. I want to stand where the Bible stands. And that's exactly where we are on this thing. If that brought judgment back in that day to Sodom, it'll bring judgment to San Francisco. It'll bring judgment to South Carolina. It'll be bring judgment to your little city. And listen, that is a sin against God. Now, I'm not saying to hate an individual. Never, never, never should a Christian hate an individual, but the Christian ought to hate iniquity. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. We ought to have righteous indignation and be mad about what God is mad about and uh, have a holy hatred for that which God hates as well, and that is sin. And I always say, if you're going to be mad at someone, don't be mad at a person. Be mad at the devil. He's the the one behind it all anyway, causing all the trouble out there in this world. All right, verse number one, and there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, behold now, my lords, turn in. I pray you into your servant's house and tarry all night. Now, I talked about this last study. I'm glad Lot was hospitable. He was in a bad place, but I'm glad he still had some good manners at least. And I think he learned that from Abram and Abraham's example. As Abraham welcomed in heavenly visitors in his house, no doubt that set a precedent throughout his life. He had done that. Lot had seen him do that probably. And Lot had that same character. And I'm glad, though you might invest in your children and they end up out of God's will, I'm glad that truth is still embedded in in the seedbed of their heart, and there'll be some signs of that. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. So Lot welcomes them in. He said, wash your feet. You shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, nay, but we'll abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did Eat. By the way, whenever you have folks over to your house, you ought not just give them the leftovers. I think as a Christian, we ought to give forth the best. We ought to make sure uh, that we make them comfortable. We ought to make sure we provide for them food. We ought to make sure that they feel welcomed and warm when they are in our home. Verse number four. But before they laid down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. So these angels, these men, visit Lot. They enter into his house, and now all the men of Sodom begin to come. They've heard news that there's two new fellows there in the city, and this is a very disgusting, really, section of Scripture to read, but it's in the Word of God. We must deal with it. God has dealt with it for an example to give us. And so these men come out of the shadows. They begin to surround the house, old men and young men. So you can see the generational impact of sin embedded in this area. It has become their culture. It is corrupt all the way through from the senior down to the child. All right, young and old men come past this house. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us. Now watch this, that we may know them. How disgusting is that? 
How vile is that? How fleshly, how fallen, how depraved is that, that these men have one intention, and to think they would be so unashamed as to just out loud say it. I mean, it's a shame that which is done in private, but to be so prideful to parade it in public, that is a different level of depravity. Welcome to the month of June all over America. You see it all over our country, this country that likes to sing, God bless America. God cannot bless America. God cannot bless sin. And we celebrate it all throughout the month of June where every pervert and pedophile across this land comes out on parade, takes over the main streets of our city, uh, waves their depravity in the face of every family, introduces children to things that thank God when I was a child I never would have had crossed my mind. It is a sad day and a sadder state in our country today that a bunch of heathens are made heroes of and a bunch of perverts get to be paraded while you have soldiers that are mocked, when you have God's men that are maligned, when you have folks who want to live holy made to look like they're fanatics and called members of a cult. It is a sad day when sin is put on a pinnacle and righteousness has been criminalized but that is where we are in America. That's where they were in Sodom. These men come out, and they come out for one purpose. It is not to be a welcoming committee. It is not uh, to see what these men are doing in the town. It is not to ask any kind of question. It is to fulfill the, the, the depraved, debauched lust of their flesh. It's disgusting. What we see going on, men wearing dresses, women wanting to be men, uh, the mutilating of body in this transgender movement, uh, uh, just homosexuals marching down the road, men holding hands with men and kissing on each other. That's the most disgusting thing in the world. Even barnyard animals have better sense than that. Well, until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.